Hello, friend. I'm Michael McCurry. You're listening to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast, and I'm very appreciative of the fact that you are. If you're a longtime listener to this program, thank you so much. And if this is your very first time joining us on the program today, I greatly, greatly am honored by the opportunity to speak to you today. My goal, my thrust, my, my thought today is for all of us to be encouraged, not just for the sake of encouragement, but exhorted and encouraged to do more for the cause of Christ. I'm going to ask you to grab your Bibles. Would you turn to the book of Second Thessalonians? Second Thessalonians in the New Testament. Before we dive into the Bible study today, into the short preaching hour, well, it won't be an hour because we only have about 10 minutes left together, but before we dive in, let me encourage you to join us. My, The ministry that I have the opportunity, the privilege to lead is called Bible Tracts Incorporated. Of course, that's the foundational ministry of the program you're listening to right now called Bible Tract Echoes. And on October 1st of 2022, we are hosting a grand opening at our brand new building, the Bible Tracks Inc. building in Odell, Illinois. If you'd like more information about that event, we'd love to see you there. Saturday, October 1st from 1 to 5 p.m. Central Time. You can contact me if you need more information. I'd love to receive a text from you. I will respond to the best of my ability. Sometimes it can take 24 hours or so because I get so many texts, but I will respond to you. My text number is this. You ready? 309-316-7240. I'll give it to you one more time. That's 3 Zero nine three one six seven two four zero. Just the other day, I received a text from a friend in West Virginia, another from Wisconsin, people that have listened to the program for a long time, and they've heard me give those digits before, but they've never brought themselves to send me a text. And finally, finally they did. I was so pleased. So uh, such a joy to be able to correspond with a few of our listeners. I'd love to talk to you, and especially if you have questions about our grand opening Saturday, October 1st, a brand new building. I'm sitting in a portion of it right now. This is my office. We're Still in a little bit of a phase of construction, but in just a scant, I don't know, what, four weeks now, four or five weeks, we will see each other, Lord willing, in person Saturday, October 1st for our grand opening. Have you found Second Thessalonians? I hope you have. Let's dive in for just a moment here. You know, I love traditions. Americans and many countries around the world, many nationalities, they love their traditions. I think of uh, our national traditions. I think of our family traditions. Traditions can mean a lot, and sometimes they don't mean a whole lot at all. They're just something we like to do. We all have them. I'm in tr- I am traditional. Let me say it this way. I'm traditional in the way that I eat. You say, what are you talking about? Well, depending on what type of restaurant I go to, I very seldom order something different. Once I find that meal that sustenance that I enjoy, that I love, that I like, I very seldom differ on that. Now, I am more than happy. I am absolutely thrilled. If someone says, hey, you want to try a bite of this? Oh, sure, put on this little plate here. I would love to try some of yours, but even in the future, it's very rare that I will 
change my mind about what I'm going to get. I'm a little traditional that way. If I go to, I don't know, and understand this program is not sponsored by any of these restaurants or chains. I'm not a big chain guy. I like mom and pop places. But if I was going to go to Red Robin, well, I know what I would order. If I was going to go to Olive Garden, I know what I would order. If I was at Chick-fil-A, I know what I would order order. Those of you up north, Culver's, I know what I'm going to order there. The the Mexican place downtown in our little small town of Dwight, Illinois, I know what I'm going to order. Our churches, they have traditions too, don't they? Sometimes there's senior saints activities. I remember in Akron, Ohio, when I was an associate pastor some years ago now, uh, our senior saints, at least once a year, we would always go to Cracker Barrel. And oh, by the way, when we went to Cracker Barrel, I knew what I was going to order. Traditional that way, right? Our country has traditions. Think of what? The 4th of July. Of course, uh, President's Day, Thanksgiving, Memorial Day, all of these things. But our world has traditions. Much of the world celebrates a New Year celebration, even if some of them differ about when the New Year starts. Many countries have that. Our families. Probably just about 90-something percent of all the families under the sound of my voice right now, you have traditions. Maybe, maybe one of your traditions is you open the Christmas presents on Christmas Eve. Or maybe you just open one present on Christmas Eve. I don't know if that's heresy or not. I think our family normally, we open about one present on Christmas Eve and then we open the rest on Christmas Day. Got to give the kids something to look forward to, right? You know, traditions can be a comforting thing. They can remind us of good times of the past. They can keep you pushing towards the future. I heard a preacher once say that ruts or traditions are not a bad thing if you find the right rut, if you find the right tradition. If you found the rut, quote unquote, of church attendance, that's great. Don't get out of that. If you found the rut or the tradition of walking with God on a daily basis and having a devotional time with God, well, don't get out of that one. If you settled into the rut or tradition of, uh, of talking to people about their eternal souls, of soul winning as, as it's often called, or, or using gospel tracts, well, don't get out of that rut. Keep doing that. That's a good tradition. There are some good traditions, many good traditions. If you're traditional about your service in God's house, maybe you're a Sunday school teacher. Maybe you drive a bus and pick up kids for Sunday school and junior church. Maybe you're just a faithful church attender. If you found that tradition, don't get out of that. Absolutely. I'm not disparaging traditions whatsoever. Traditions, ruts, they can protect you. They can keep you from straying. We're in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. Have you found your place there? 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. In verse number 6, the Bible says this, Now we command you, brethren, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye withdraw yourselves from every brother that walketh disorderly, and not after the tradition which he received of us. The apostle is exhorting the brethren of Thessalonica to withdraw themselves from every brother that walketh disorderly, that's obviously walking in wickedness and sin, and not after the tradition which he received of us. But realize this that here in first Thessalonians Thessalonians chapter three and verse six, of the eleven or so times the word 
tradition is used in the Bible, this is the only one that has a positive connotation. Now, again, please understand, I am not disparaging or denigrating traditions, but we're going to look at for just a moment here. Let's look at some of the other items where it talks about traditions in a less than positive light, because traditions can sometimes cause you to be unthinking in how you do things. You know, uh, on my drive from my house to the Bible Tracks Inc. building, our new building. Now, it used to be, before we moved geographically, that we drove from Dwight, Illinois. That's where I live. That's where my home church is. That's where my family is, is at. We drove one hour each way down to Bloomington, Illinois, 55 minutes or so, 55 miles, really more like, unless you were driving real fast, it was really 60 minutes on the dot, just about, drove down there and drove home just about every day. Now, that drive became, for about two years, tradition. We were we could drive it in our sleep. There was no thought required. I've only been here at our new building for, let's see, we've been operating out of here for now, I don't know, three months, four months now. But the 10-minute drive that we now have, praise the Lord, it's only 10 minutes. But that 10-minute drive has become, in a very short period of time, a little bit, not of a drudgery, because I'm very much enjoying 10 minutes instead of an hour, but I don't really think about it anymore. I, I couldn't quite do it blindfolded, but at the same time, if... You required me to tell you verbatim right now every move I make to get from my house to the Bible Tracks Inc. building. I could probably do it. But while I'm doing it, I'm not really thinking about that. I can think about all sorts of other things because it's become a little bit of a rut, a little bit of a tradition, a little bit unthinking. I've talked for a few moments about tradition. What does the Bible in 10 out of 11 places say about tradition? In the book of Matthew, chapter 15, verse number 2, why do thy disciples transgress the tradition of the elders? For they wash not their hands when they eat bread. These are the religious leaders just, just kind of reaming out Jesus. Why would your disciples transgress our tradition? Verse 3, Matthew fifteen three. But he, Jesus, answered and said unto them, Why do ye also transgress the commandment of God by your tradition? And then in verse number 6, and honor not his father or his mother, he shall be free. Thus ye have made the commandment of God of none effect by your tradition. Basically, in this repartee, in this back and forth, Jesus points out to the religious leaders, whether they understood or accepted it or not, that their tradition was killing the opportunity for a real relationship with their God. It was all about religion and tradition. The book of Mark Chapter 7 and verse number 3, For the Pharisees and all the Jews, except they wash their hands oft, eat not, holding the tradition of the elders. And then this is the, the, the same kind of occurrence in the book of Mark, verse 7 of Mark 7, um, I'm sorry, Mark 7 verse 8, For laying aside the command of God, Jesus said, Ye hold the tradition of men. As opposed to what? They hold the tradition of men as opposed to what? God's way. Mark chapter 7 and verse number 9 says this, And he said unto them, Full well ye reject the commandment of God that ye may keep your own tradition. Now, there are 
good aspects of tradition, but when you place your tradition above a relationship with God, then we most certainly run into trouble. Colossians 2 verse 8, 1 Peter 1 18, all of these point out the dangers of tradition. I, I believe tradition can be great. I'm not approaching the subject today and this week with the intent of tearing down tradition, but I believe the Bible has a very simple question for us this week. 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 15, I beseech you, brethren, ye know the house of Stephanus, that it is the first fruits of Achaia, and that they have addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints. My question today is very simple. Are you a traditionalist or are you addicted? Is it your service to God? Is it tradition or is it addiction? We're going to talk about this more and share with you a brand new gospel track that's that's coming into print very soon. You're going to want to hear all about this. My prayer is that you have a great day for His glory. Thank you so much for listening. Join us all this week as we talk about tradition verse addiction. Have a great day. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.